Hello. Oh no, it's me. <laughs> Start again. Hi, friends. <laughs> Fucking hell, first hurdle. I'm done. Oh hell. Right. Hi, friends. We're on to chat five. Everyone this far has been very different from the one before, and it's going to continue that way over the next few weeks. I know everyone as well has been learning something new about every person on each episode. And some people have told me that they're also loving discovering some new music. One of my friends was like, oh my God, I love that Tom Summit. What's his name? Like, Tom Moose, you love him. You know who you are. Chat five. It's the turn of my right hand man, the yin to my yang. <laughs> Just like that because it rhymed. And the other half of a lot of my stories where we nearly died. It's Lowen. <laughs> Hi, friend. Hi. It's not, not your turn yet. Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> Who could have anticipated 12 years ago when all our original friends left Disney because their contracts had ended and the only ones left behind was us two, that we would have experienced everything that the last 12 years has thrown at us and still be here, like the sisters that we are. It was also hard to know where to begin with this intro as I felt like I've lived a, quite a lot of it with you, either physically been there or at the other end of the phone. But I think a good place to start is that if there's one thing you can say about Lauren, it's that she has no way sat and let life pass her by. She's done her utmost to get as much of the good stuff out of it as she can. From a wee town in West Yorkshire, Lauren left school and has worked solidly since, including a summer as an au pair in Italy. She worked her way up to managing the only Claire's accessories in Halifax, iconic, before heading off to see the world as so many did, age 19. It was while travelling in a camper van that after running out of money, she decided to audition for Disneyland Paris. Landing the job, she and the van moved into the staff car park, something that Lucia will never let you forget, and began a job that would steer the rest of her life. She is brilliant at finding and researching the best things to see and do on trips and excursions. She speaks about things with the most passion that leaves you wanting to immediately try whatever it is that she's banging on about. Whether it be in love or in life, I feel like there isn't a lot left between us that we haven't seen each other through. And for that, I'm pretty thankful. Laws, these are about to be your desert island discs. <laughs> Can I come in now? Kia, Lauren. <laughs> It's me. <laughs> I didn't live in Parking Nord in the camper van. Lucia just camped out in it. For how long? <laughs> well, well, I lived in a van for a year and some change, but not in a car park. Well, in many car parks, but not that car park. All right, whatever. Let's get on with it. <laughs> so what is the most exciting aspect of planning a trip to you? It's changed over the years. I used to plan trips around the weather and now it's definitely evolved. Now I plan trips around coffee shops and nice areas to go and hang out really. It's not about seeing the sights anymore. It's more about immersing yourself in the city that you're going to, I think. Do you have a standout memory of any of our little adventures together? <laughs> Do you know, I've, I've, 
all of my stories, like you said in the intro, all of my stories, the most wild ones are with you. All the ones where we nearly died, like you said, all the hairy ones. We love a road trip, don't we? Uh, specifically a McCafe on the road trip. And I feel like even now, when we go away together, we, we just attract something strange to happen. Even when, you know, we went to the seaside in January... We went to a pub at 5pm just for one drink thinking oh there's nothing happening in this village at all it's tiny and then cut to 1am and we're singing songs with a rugby team and a man who lives on a boat. But even some of the bad memories are now my favourites like when we missed our flight back home for Kath's 50th and we had to get a flight to Leeds and then hire a car and drive up to Glasgow from there. And the laughs we had in that car, we'd gone from crying at the airport, thinking we weren't going to make it home, to then playing all of the car games that there ever were with a backseat full of Mr Kipling. (laughs) So quarantine, week eight, week eight, two months. Week eight. That, it doesn't feel real. I'm so glad you're doing this, by the way, because it's really getting us all through quarantine. You were someone that was so busy in normal life before all this, like so, so busy. And you were always, always saying that you just wanted some time to yourself. So how has this drastic change of pace affected you? Well, I'm on furlough now from from work, which is a huge, huge life change for me. And there's no, I don't really know when I'll get back to work. So... In the beginning, I, like most people, I think, put a lot of pressure on myself to hustle or, you know, write a novel, (laughs) learn a language, you know, anything. And actually, I have started to cook and I never thought I could cook before. I think the biggest life change in the last few months is I decided not to quarantine at home and actually came to quarantine with a man who I met in January. So shout out to Abby Sheikh for quarantining with me. But yeah, I mean, I've slowed down. Just I had this sense before when everything was going so fast that I wasn't doing a great job of anything and was spread too thin. And now everything I approach, I'm trying to do a really good job of just so I feel a sense of accomplishment, which is really, really nice. Right. First song? Let's get into it. Okay. So the first song actually is one of the last songs I chose for my six songs. And that is because I had a horrifying realisation that I had six men sitting there and actually I needed to change that up. And so I tried to think about when I'm on this desert island, there's going to come a point where I'm feeling myself and I just want to dance and feel great. And so I picked this artist because she makes me feel that. She reminds me of all of us girls. You know, we've pulled each other out of a lot. So my first song is Juice by Lizzo. I'm 
Lizzo and Juice, the absolute ultimate feel good artist. She just makes you feel so men. She's a wee bit like the way Beyonce did back in the day when you just put it on, you're just like, oh my God, I am the best. Absolutely. Nobody could see that, but if I could take a short video of you twerking to that song with me, that would be excellent. <laughs> As a bonus to the disc. It just goes with the track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What makes me feel really good about myself is thinking about all of us girls and how we approach life and just having fun with each other. Okay, track two. Mm, track two. So this, I picked this song because it really reminds me of a certain time in my life. Like I could shut my eyes and I'm back there. I was 18 and I finished school. I'd never really liked school that much. I hated homework and hated being told to do things I didn't want to do and Actually, it's strange because I love to learn things now. I'm so curious and I love filling myself with knowledge and stuff. But school, something about it, I just didn't really like. And when I finished at 18, I just, all I wanted to do was leave Halifax for a while and go traveling and see what else was out there. And I finished my last exam and flew the next day straight to work in Rome for the summer. And it was the first time I'd been away. And so the, the song just re really reminds me of like final parties when you're winding down and finishing your exams and then I flew off to this place and I was so homesick when I got there and what I didn't realise was that you know when you leave home you then forever become homesick I felt homesick while I was there and all I wanted to do was get back and then I got back and I was homesick for what I'd just experienced and, and I've been like that ever since really I'm not as I'm not homesick for Halifax anymore at all because I think over time you just learn to find a home in people and I've got so many friends where I am now and stuff so I wouldn't say I'm homesick as such for Halifax anymore but I feel when you've lived away from home you're always homesick for somewhere and we can all relate to that yeah so the song it's Senorita by JT ladies and gentlemen it's my pleasure to introduce to you he's a friend of mine yes yes I am and he goes by the name <laughs> Justin Again, it's one of those albums that totally just like transports you back to a glory day. Being an au pair in Italy, I always wondered how you managed to get there from just being in school and, and then just thinking, oh, do you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go and be an au pair in another country. And you didn't speak Italian or anything. Like, why did you want to go and do that? Yeah, this was a weird one, actually. It was one of those chances that I just jumped at. So a, a friend at the time 
she had a lot of family in Ireland and a young, very young relative went to a private school there, I think. And I remember someone in the school was looking for people to go to Italy and she was saying, oh, I'm thinking about going. And I just suddenly was like, I want to go. I want to do that. I remember she was about an hour away and she had one child. There was another nanny there. She had a really good deal. And I got there and had two twins who were age eight who terrorised me. They used to throw me in the pool when I was out looking for them. I remember the first morning, the mum was like, oh, can you just take the kids down to the beach? They had this amazing, massive mansion on a private beach. She said, oh, can you just take the kids down to the beach? And I got down there and there were 14 children. And I was about 14 myself. I thought, how am I going to navigate this summer with all these kids? Luckily, the, the 14 of them didn't stay, but um, there were just two left over and they terrorised me. <laughs> that was the start of endless travelling for you. You've travelled and travelled and travelled and travelled. It's been amazing, all the places you've been to and things that you've done. And, and you mentioned feeling homesick. Do you think that travelling is a wee bit of a double-edged sword in that once you've done it and you get a wee bit of the bug, then you're forever a bit unsettled? Absolutely. You know, it's it's like ignorance is bliss, isn't it? If you don't know the world's out there... You could have a perfectly nice time staying where you are and I know people that do that and their lives are wonderful and they've done really well for themselves. But I think the minute you go somewhere else and you meet new people that you didn't grow up with necessarily and and you see their approach to life and yeah, you just naturally changed. I'm so glad I did it. There have been times when I've thought, you know, if I'm stuck somewhere in the middle of nowhere, I just think, why do I do this to myself? But it's got me to where I am now, and so I don't regret any of it, really. Okay, song three. Song three. Oh, I just love this song. I just love it. This reminds me of having moved to London later in my 20s after leaving Paris. It just reminds me of wandering around London in the summer and trying to find my way and getting lost and you know all those things that that happen when you're quite new to a city and and I think in London specifically I still feel new sometimes even now I'll walk down a street or suddenly I'll realize that this place is right next to that place and I never knew and and it all just comes together in my mind yeah this song just reminds me of finding my way here and it is super rich kids by frank ocean Too many bottles of this wine we can't pronounce Too many bowls of that green, no lucky charms The maids come around too much Parents ain't around enough Too many joy rides in daddy's Jaguar Too many white lies in white lines Super rich kids with nothing but loose ends Super rich kids with nothing but fake friends Start my day up on the roof There's nothing like this type of view Point the clicker at the tube I prefer expensive news New car, new girl New ice, new glass New watch, good times, baby It's good times, yeah She wash my back three times a day this shower head feels so amazing We'll both be high The help don't stare They just walk by They must don't care A million one, a million 
dreamy tones frank ocean and super rich kids <laughs> so the road that led you to london i'm gonna tell this story because i know that you won't give yourself as much hype as i'm about to hype you so when we were in disney lauren had got this job from when she was traveling where she was a waitress in this event in the south of france and then when we started working together we all managed to get in on that gig because it was working on a bar in the south of france bliss fast forward however many years can't do the maths lauren worked her way up from from barmaid to now running the entire event in the south of France as well as every event for this one company in London and that's what brought her here. So it's such an amazing, an amazing accomplishment, amazing feat. I mean, she's the perfect person to be organising events. You wouldn't get a better person. So the company is involved in architecture all over London. What is it like being in your position now and being able to see all these amazing bits of London that you wouldn't normally get to see if you didn't work in that world. All right, hype girl. Yeah, it's a, it's a wonderful job. I didn't really have an interest in architecture before starting the job. I think the best part about the job is basically being given the keys to these amazing buildings all around London and people wanting us to plan parties in there to showcase them. And it's it's made me fall in love with London, which is something I never thought I would do. I didn't really like London before I moved here. We do about 400 events a year now, including the one in the south of France. I remember the first time I did that event and I was so nervous. I was wandering around with a tray of champagne flutes and I got about halfway down through the exhibition stands and something uneven on the floor. I didn't trip, but it it knocked the tray and every single flute went flying and I didn't know what to do. I just remember looking for someone that I knew to just be like, help me. And the mayor of London, who was Ken Livingston at the time, came over and just swiped a bottle of champagne out of my hand, an open bottle of champagne. Didn't help me with the flutes or anything, just went, I'll take that, and carried on walking. I was so ready to be like, oh, Ken's so nice, helping you with the flutes. Oh no, dick. No, he just he just stepped over them, grabbed the bottle and carried on walking. Charmer. <laughs> Song number four, tell me. Song number four is a love letter. It's to Paris. Yeah, of course, we all worked at Disney and we loved our job and Disney brought me to all of you and so that was wonderful. But I think more so than Disney, the best part for me about those five years was living so close to Paris and being able to go into the city all the time. And and this song, the way that it sounds is the way I feel about Paris. It's by L'Equipe du Son and it's called Lesson One. So we're all going to learn some French right now. Je t'aime. Je t'aime is I love you in French. If you want to be less passionate about it, you'd say je t'aime bien. Aimer bien means to like and aimer means to love. Je t'aime. Je t'aime bien. If you want to tell someone that he or she is pretty, you'd say tu es jolie. Also say tu es gentil, which means um, beautiful or nice, and you can say you are great. Tu es formidable. So tu es joli, tu es gentil. Je t'aime, 
definitely fell out of love with Paris while we were there but I think walking around with you like I'd said in the intro you know the way you just go into this dream world with it always made me want to see what you see in it and so when you are just walking around Paris what do you feel being there? I read this quote once that said Paris is like the girl that that stands next to you at the bar and you you try and chat her up and she just turns her nose up and ignores you but you fall in love with her anyway you never really feel like you're on the inside in paris maybe orange does there's just a charm there you know it's so everyone's so up themselves and i love it i remember once being Damien I was walking down the street with him and just saying he bought a house in this area and he was like oh it's really it's really gritty here I just you know it's not gentrified yet and I just don't know about it and I was trying to explain to him that's the charm of Paris you know the streetscape might look rough but look up at these buildings and how beautiful it is and as I was getting my words out I tripped over something and I looked back and it was a dead rat but that just sums it up for me the smells the people I just love it. There's nothing cooler than sitting outside a brasserie, drinking shit coffee, smoking a cigarette when you don't smoke, but you just do because it's Paris and eating a croissant. It's the best. It smells like shit everywhere. (laughs) I know, but I love it. It's part of the Charm Hills. (laughs) Do you have an area or a spot that holds a fondest memory? Oh, I'm going to have to say Gambetta, aren't I? Just my favourite part about living there was just finishing the end of the shift and jumping straight on a train into Paris and spending the weekend there. We were lucky enough that Cookie lived there. You know, my week just revolved around getting back into the city, seeing Cookie and, yeah, when I think back to that time, most of my memories is just the two of us and Cookie getting into scrapes and making friends on nights out and and then the next day hitting the boulangerie. (laughs) (laughs) and just wandering wandering around I just I love my memories of Paris and song five so music was a huge part of my childhood especially this artist both my mum and dad listened to a varied mix of different music my dad's taste is so eclectic that for the majority of my childhood he was into soul music and my mum was heavy into Motown I think we were the only kids at school that used to drive in the car listening to like the OJs and the Isley Brothers and stuff other kids seemed to know all the new songs and we never did but my dad he also you know he listens to punk and reggae and as you know he's covered in tattoos of his favourite record labels and and his favourite artists and stuff and so music was a huge influence in my childhood and this song specifically reminds me of being a kid and waking up on the weekend and hearing all this activity happening downstairs and just feeling like oh I'm gonna get up and go down into not a party but there's like something happy going on and even now when I go back to visit we just had like a disco hour and just played disco 
disco music for no reason. And nobody's like dancing around, but it's. I feel like I discover new music every time I go home and I just love looking at my dad's record collection. And actually now as an adult, I like being the first one up on a weekend and playing my records and, and creating that hive of activity myself. So yeah, this song is one of my favourite songs by this artist. It's Stevie Wonder and All I Do. You made my soul like age six thinking oh i hope someone sings that song about me one day how weird's that what a weirdo that's so romantic at age six i know <laughs> weird stevie wonder and all i do i tell you you have got really a lot to thank glenn for getting you into all that music i know you know when i think back he introduced me to tlc i remember passing an exam to get into grammar school and my dad buying me a well done present and it was crazy sexy cool by tlc the explicit version Yes, Glyn. Like, generally, when Glyn says, go and listen to this artist, they tend to become huge. We recently went to see Kamasi Washington in concert. So good as a grown-up going to gigs with your dad. He makes it really fun. Oh, my God, if you play this to Glyn, he's going to absolutely buzz. Okay, this is your last song. Oh, I don't want it to be. So I discovered this artist about four years ago. He's just a young guy from London and I think he's a genius. I figured given I'm on a desert island, I need a little soundtrack for the sunset and stargazing. This song seemed a little bit melancholy, but it's so dreamy. This song is Tom Mish and Movie. My cheek brushes against his, smooth on stubble for a moment, and then it's gone. He walks along the platform as if in a dream. Every fibre in me wants to shout and scream, stop, to run across to him and take him in my arms, to tell him I love you, you silly, silly man, I love you. But instead I stand still, heart cracking. Those little curls on the back of his head bouncing as he steps out of my life. Still burns a little in you 
thing that we haven't spoken about is love so i'm gonna <laughs> oh god what i find amazing is that however much your past experiences in love may have affected you you have absolutely 100% got more romantic the older you've gotten and as time has gone on and there was definitely a moment where I wondered if you or your heart would be able to recover. But it's so wonderful that you definitely have done and you've got softer. Why do you think that is? I think I just have a romantic view of life. You're always rolling your eyes at things that I say. I think I just like to see the good in everything. And I've been lucky enough to have some really, really nice experiences and maybe... I think, you know, bad things can happen in putting yourself out there and where there's a, there's a bad experience or a good experience, you can glean good from all of it and that's what I'd rather focus on, I think. You do roll your eyes at me all the time, though. I'm only winding you up. I know. I roll my eyes and I'd be like, God damn it, she's right. <laughs> well, it, it that does go back to what I said at the start about you wanting to get as much of the good stuff out of life as possible so now you mentioned apps do you feel like you are about to enter or you are entering a new phase of life yeah I do I've sensed that I think I'm ready for a new adventure you know I've been in London for nearly 10 years now I feel like I'm very much to grips with what London has to offer and I don't by any means think that I've squeezed all there is out of it at all. There's still there's still an adventure there, but yeah, I think I'm definitely ready for a new life adventure and that feels good. Well, okay, so you're heading off with your six discs. I'm going to give you an encyclopedia so you can learn all the things that there is to learn about this this world and I know that you being you will buzz off that. I'm going to give you a world map to help you not feel alone on your desert island, knowing that you're not alone in the world. And then the final thing that you can take is a luxury item. So what are you taking? I've decided to take a map of the sky so I can pick out the constellations and learn about the planets, enjoy the stars at night. It's very humbling, isn't it? Just being able to look out there and wonder what else is up there. And also, it's just dreamy. Just get on board. I never said I wasn't. <laughs> I feel like I am constantly dragging you to watch a sunset of some sort. Well, like I say, it's again, it's another one of these things that you will talk about in such animated way that you're like, okay, God, now I need to go and see what the fuck she's talking about, this damn sun. So I'll cash you off then with your songs, your encyclopedia, your world map, your sky map, and send you off to that desert island. I'm sad. Can you come? I don't know. I've just said it's food to farm. I don't really want you to leave me, so I'm going to come too. <laughs> Yay! 
Although that's not part of the rules. Fuck the rules. Just come with me. Maybe I'll I'll go to my own little desert island just across the water and we can just wave at each other. We can wave, yeah. It's a bit like quarantine, isn't it? It is a little bit, but with less coronavirus. Right. Bon voyage. Enjoy the isolation. Oh, bye. <laughs> <laughs> Next week, Ali, it's Orange. Thanks for listening.